Good morning, North Carolina. How is everybody doing today? It is a cold, cold Sunday morning here in North Carolina, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I just wanted to let you guys know um, a few things about this podcast before I start. But for all you new listeners, uh, thank you for stopping in. My name is Michael Estudo, and I'm your host. You are listening to The Oasis. And just remember, this podcast is for you. This podcast is for the dreamers, the doers, and the entrepreneurs. This is where we put peace and sanity amid life's daily chaos. And let's dive right in. So the next few episodes uh, I put out are going to be from my original podcast. I think I had 10 or 11, and I'm, I'm, I'm redoing them and putting them on here. So you're going to hear uh, my beginnings again. And this weekend, I, I can't tell you, I'm so frustrated because um, I guess there was a, a a glitch in the system and I wasn't uh, downloading them correctly. So half of my podcasts were uh, wrong or had to be redone. And when I redid them on Apple and Google and a couple of them, they just didn't come correctly and some you can't listen to. And so I've been really frustrated uh, Spotify got it right and iTunes got it right, but uh, the two main ones, uh, they just got, they missed some, some won't play. Uh, I think some didn't download. So just a little frustrated uh, over the weekend. Uh, and I'm going to put them out. I'm going to keep putting them out. And hopefully this has ironed out the problem. We got that resolved. But when you listen to them, obviously uh, there's um, uh, uh, about a minute in between in the middle of them. I, I broke it up into two 10 minute segments. Most of these or uh, eight minutes and five minutes and five minutes, whatever it is. And then I put, I had originally wanted to have sponsors. So I left a minute of music in there. Which is a little different, but that's all right. We could do that. I just wanted you to understand. And some of the information that I have is wrong uh, as far as my website. If I mention a website, I think I changed those as well. So just look at the bottom of the uh, current uh, podcast and you'll see if you want to leave a message, uh, email me. My email is going to be at the bottom underneath the podcast. So you'll see that that's all the current information. So whatever you hear on there, just disregard any of the information that I gave you most of that as far as my emails and things like that. But let's just move on and let's do this. I hope you enjoy them. I enjoyed them. I listened to them again. So that's why I'm re-recording them. Uh, and let's go ahead and play them. So uh, enjoy. Welcome, everybody. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing well wherever you are. We're here in North Carolina. It's a wonderful sunny day, about 70 degrees. Today is March 29th, 2021. And again, I want to welcome everybody. I hope you're doing really good today. You are listening to the Oasis. This is part of Oasis Life Coaching. This is episode number six. And you can find us on most podcast stations like Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Podbean. I'm your host, Michael Estudo. And I want to start us off with a quote today. Uh, this quote is by Zig Ziglar. He's one of my favorite mentors. Um, lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. Lack of direction, not lack of time, 
is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. And that's a perfect quote when you talk about lack of direction. Because if you have lack of direction, you must have a game plan. And that's what we're going to talk about today. In order to be successful, you have to have a game plan. So today we're going to talk about making a plan. And we're going to break this up into three segments. Segment one will be creating your plan. Segment two will be managing your time. And segment three will be staying motivated. And again, my goal is to keep you guys fired up. Like I said last episode, I'm trying to lay down some groundwork for a positive mindset. I'm trying to build a foundation for success. In order to be successful, you must have a game plan. Creating a powerful action plan always begins with having a clear purpose, vision, or goal in mind. It is designated to take you from where you are right now directly to the accomplishment of your stated goal. With a well-designated plan, you can achieve virtually any goal you set out to accomplish. Look, the bottom line is, if you can dream it, you can accomplish it. So let's take you through some of those steps to create a plan. Number one, know what you want to do. The less clear you are about what you want to do, the less effective your plan will be. Try to be specifically define what you want to achieve as early as possible, preferably before you start your project. For example, I've been trying to use school examples uh, for the last couple of episodes. Students can apply this plan making to accomplish their goals as well. It can be used mostly for business, but students can use it as well. But a solid plan will work for any goal or any vision you make. Let's say you're trying to complete a master's thesis, basically a very long essay, which needs to be about 40,000 words. It will include an introduction, a literature review, in which you critically discuss other research that informs your reader and discusses your methodology, several chapters in which you put your ideas into practice using concrete examples, and a conclusion, and you have one year to write it. Once you have your goal and your vision, you need to break them down into steps. Number two, work backwards from your end goal. Identify your end goal, then list everything you need to accomplish it. Depending on your goal, you may even consider different ways to reach your goal. After you know what you need to accomplish, break this down into actionable steps to help you create a more realistic plan. Keep in mind that your plan may change as you work towards your goal, so stay flexible. Make sure these goals are SMART goals. We talked about that the other day to ensure your plan is effective. SMART being the acronym S-M-A-R-T. S, specific. Be clear about what you want to achieve. M, measurable. You can break down the goal into measurable checkpoints. A, attainable. You are capable of completing the steps in the necessary to necessary reach your goal. R. Relevant. The goal makes sense to your life and your purpose. T. Timely. You have to have time to work towards your goal and progress on a schedule. Number three. Be specific and realistic in your planning. Having a specific goal is just the beginning. You need to be specific and realistic in every aspect of your project. For example, by stating specific and achievable schedules, milestones, and final outcomes. 
Be specific and realistic while planning a long project. It's all about proactivity, reducing stress that comes with poorly managed plans, such as missed deadlines and exhausting long hours. To finish your thesis on time, you need to write roughly 5,000 words a month, which will give you a couple of months at the end of your timeline to polish up your ideas. Being realistic means not placing expectations on yourself to write more than those 5,000 words each month. If you're working as a teacher's assistant for the next three months, you'll need to consider that you may not be able to complete the 15,000 words in that time, and you'll need to spread that out over even the next several months. Number four, set measurable milestones. Milestones mark significant stages along the road to achieving your end goal. Create milestones easily by starting at the end, the accomplishment of the goal, and working your way backwards to your present day and circumstances. Having milestones can help you, and if applicable, help your team. Stay motivated by breaking the work into smaller chunks and tangible goals so that you don't need to wait until the project is completely finished to feel as though you've accomplished something. Don't leave too much time or too little time between milestones. Spacing them a few weeks apart will be effective. An example, writing your thesis, you must resist the urge to set milestones based on chapter completions as this would be a matter of months. Instead, set smaller milestones, perhaps perhaps based on words or word counts, every two weeks and reward yourself when you hit them. Number five, break larger tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks. Some tasks or milestones may seem more daunting to achieve than others. If you're feeling overwhelmed by a large task, you can easily ease through your anxiety and make it feel more doable by breaking it down to smaller manageable chunks. For example, the literature review is often the most difficult part to write. It forms the foundation of your thesis. In order to complete your literature review, you need to do a significant amount of research and analysis before you can even begin. You can break it into three smaller chunks, research, analysis, and writing. You can break that down even more by choosing specific articles and books that you need to read and setting deadlines for analyzing them and writing about them. Number six, make schedule lists. Make a list of tasks that you need to complete in order to hit your milestones. A list on its own will not be effective. You must write the list in a timeline associated with specific realistic actions. For example, by breaking your literature review into smaller chunks, you'll know exactly what you need to do to get done and continue to figure out realistic time frame for those tasks. Perhaps every one to two days, you will have to read, analyze, and write about one key reading. Put timelines on everything. Number seven, put timelines on everything. Without specific time frames and deadlines, work will definitely expand the time that you didn't allot for and some tasks may never get done. No matter what action items you choose for which phase of your action plan, it is essential that your time frame be attached to absolutely everything. For example, if you know it takes roughly one hour to read a 2,000 word book and you'll be reading a 10,000 word article, you need to give yourself at least five hours to complete the article. 
You'll need to also account for at least two meals during that time, as well as short breaks, one to two hours, for when your brain is feeling tired. In addition, you'll want to add at least an hour onto the final number just to account for any possible interruptions that you didn't account for. Number eight, create a visual representation. Once you've listed your actions and your items and set a specific timeline, the next step is to create some type of visual representation of your plan. You might use a flowchart, a Gantt chart, a spreadsheet, or some other type of business tool to accomplish this program. Keep the visual representation in an easily accessible place, even on the wall in your office or your study room, if possible. Number nine, mark things off as you go. Marking things off as you go will not only feel satisfying, it will keep you on track in case you forget what you've already done. This is particularly important if you're working with other people. If you're working with other people, you might consider using a shared online document so that everyone can check in no matter where they are in the project. Number 10. Keep a record of everything. As you work through your action plan, keep notes of everything. You may find it helpful to have a binder with tabs in it to section off different aspects of your planning process. These examples might include ideas, miscellaneous notes, daily schedules, monthly schedules, milestones, the research you're doing, follow-up, individuals involved, and some contacts. 11. Don't stop until you've reached your goal. Once your plan is established and shared with the team and your milestones are scheduled, the next step is to take action. You want to see movement. Take daily action to achieve your goal. Although you want to stay persistent, you should stay reasonably flexible. It's likely that unexpected events will come up that require you shift in your schedule or plan. And 12. Change the date if you must but never give up on your goal. Occasionally, circumstances or unforeseen events can arise that throw a wrench in the ability to meet some kind of deadline, complete your tasks, or achieve your goal. This just is part of the process. If this happens, do not get discouraged. Reevaluate, revise your plan, and continue working to meet your target of your goals and move forward. That's going to do it for the first segment. I hope you enjoyed this so far. Don't forget to come back for segment two. We're going to talk about managing your time. And don't forget you are listening to The Oasis. Number one, get yourself a good planner. Whether this is an app on your phone or a book, you'll need a good planner that will allow you to plan out your time by hour each day of the week. Make sure it's easy to read and easy to use, otherwise you'll likely not make use of it. Studies have shown that physically writing things down with a pen and paper will make you more likely to do them. For this reason, you may be better off using a physical planner to plan out your time. Keeping a planner also helps you relieve stress and feel calmer because it makes you less likely that you'll ruminate on the things that needs to be done. Additionally, it helps you plan become more solid in your mind. Number two, avoid to-do lists. So, you have a long list of things to do, but when will we actually get them done? 
To-do lists are not effective as scheduling out your tasks. Put them on your calendar. When you schedule your tasks, you make the time to get each of them done one by one. When you have specific time blocks in which to work, many day planners literally contain hour time blocks, you'll also find that you will be less likely to procrastinate as you will only have the allotted time in which you get your work done before you must move on to the next task. Number three, learn how to time block. Blocking out your time helps you get a more realistic idea of how much time you actually have in a day. Start with your highest priority tasks and work backwards. Do this for a whole week, having a broader view of how your days will be added up. This will help you refine your schedule and be more productive as possible. Some experts even suggest having at least a general idea of what your whole month will look like. Some people recommend starting at the end of your day and working backwards. So if you're done with your work or homework at 5 p.m., plan backwards from there to when your day starts, for example, at 7 a.m. Schedule in time for leisure and breaks. Studies have shown that scheduling even your free time can help you increase your satisfaction of life. It has also been proven that long work hours, 50 plus hours a week, in fact, will make you less productive. Sleep deprivation will kill your productivity. Make sure you get at least 7 hours of sleep if you're an adult. If you're a teenager, 8.5 hours minimum at night for sleep. Studies show that scheduling small strategic renewals like workouts, Brief naps, meditation, stretching into your day will boost your productivity and your overall health. Number five, set aside time to plan your week out. Many experts suggest scheduling time right at the start of your week to sit down and plan your week. Figure out how you can best use each day to work towards achieving your goals. Account for any work or social obligations you have. If you find your schedule is tight, you may need to drop some of your lower priority plans. And this doesn't mean dropping social activities. It's important to keep up with your good friends and to nurture your close relationships. You need a support network. So don't give up on your friends and family. It's important to have good social networks. Know what a sample schedule day looks like. To return to the thesis Example, a regular day might look like this. 7 a.m., wake up. 7.15 a.m., exercise. 8.30 a.m., shower and dress. 9.15 a.m., make and eat breakfast. 10 a.m., work on the thesis, writing, plus 15 minutes of small breaks. 12.15 p.m., lunch. 1.15, emails. 2 p.m., research and response to research, including 20 to 30 minutes of breaks and snacks. 5 p.m. Wrap-up. Check emails. Set primary goals for tomorrow. 5.45 p.m. Leave desk. Go to grocery shopping. 7 p.m. Make dinner and eat. 9 p.m. Relax. Play some music. 10 p.m. Prepare for bed. Read in bed 30 minutes. Fall asleep. Be specific and detailed in your schedule. Number seven. Know that every day does not have to look the same. You can split up your tasks into only one or two days a week. Sometimes it's even helpful to break up tasks as you can return to them with fresh perspective. An example, 
Maybe you only write and do research on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And on Thursdays, you substitute writing with learning a musical instrument. Break up your schedule. Number eight, schedule for problems. Build in a little bit of extra time into every block that will account for a slow workday or an unanticipated interruption. A good rule of thumb is to give yourself double the time you expect the task to take, particularly when you're just starting out. As you become more comfortable with your tasks, or if you already have a good sense of how long something will take, you can shave off some time. But it's always a good idea to leave a small amount of buffer. Number nine, be flexible and gentle with yourself. Especially as you're starting out, be prepared to tweak your schedule as you go. It's part of the learning process. You may find it helpful to block your time out with a pencil. You may also find it helpful to spend a week or two recording what you do each day in a small planner as you go. This will help you get a sense of how to spend your time and how much time each task takes. Number 10. Disconnect. Set times in your day where you'll check your emails or social media. Be strict with yourself as it's possible to lose hours just checking every few minutes here and there. This includes turning off your phone if possible, at least for periods where you really want to focus on your work. Number 11. Do less. This relates to disconnecting. Figure out the most important things in your day, the ones that will help you achieve your goals, and focus on those. Deprioritize the less important things that fragment your day, like emails, mindless paperwork, etc. One expert recommends not checking your emails for at least the first one or two hours of the day. This way, you can focus on your important tasks without getting distracted by the things that those emails may contain. If you know you have a lot of small tasks to do, for example, emails, paperwork, tidying up your office, group them together in a chunk of time in your schedule rather than allowing them to fragment your day or break up the flow of other important tasks that might require more concentration. All right, that is going to cover um, segment number two. All right, welcome back. We are going to start with segment number three. I'm glad you could join us. You are listening to the Oasis, and we're going to talk about how to stay motivated in segment three. All right, number one, be positive. Staying positive is fundamental to achieving your goals. Believe in yourself and the people around you. Counter any negative self-talk with positive affirmations. In addition to being positive, you will benefit from surrounding yourself with positive people. Research has shown that over time, you adapt the habits of those with whom you spend the most time with. So choose your company wisely. Number two, reward yourself This is particularly important to do each time you hit a milestone. Give yourself a tangible reward. For example, a nice dinner at your favorite restaurant when you hit your first two weeks of milestone. Or a back massage for the two-month milestone. One One expert suggests give a friend money and tell them to give it back to you when you've accomplished a task at a specific time. If you don't finish the task, your friend keeps the money keeps you on your toes 
reward yourself. Number three, get a support network. It's important to have your friends and family on your side. It's also important to build connections with people who have the similar goals as you do. That way you can check in with each other. Recruit an accountability partner who knows your deadlines and will help you stay accountable for your goals. For example, they might text you and ask you about your progress or they might check in with them weekly over a cup of coffee. Number four, track your progress. Research has shown that progress is the highest motivator. You can track your progress simply by ticking off the tasks in your schedule as you go. Number five, go to bed early and get up early. When you read about the schedules of highly productive people, a large percentage of them start their days early. These people also have a morning routine. Often this is something they can look forward to before they go to work. Positive ways to start your morning are doing some sort of exercise from light stretching to yoga to an hour at the gym. Eat a healthy breakfast and spend 10 to 20 minutes writing in your journal. Number six, give yourself some downtime. Taking breaks is imperative to staying motivated. If you are always working, you'll wind up exhausted and exhausting yourself. Taking breaks is a proactive way to prevent yourself from getting exhausted and losing time that you don't want to lose. Example, step away from your computer. Turn off your phone. Just sit somewhere quiet and do nothing. If ideas come to you, write them down in a notebook. If they don't, enjoy having to do nothing. Another example is meditate. Turn off your phone, turn off the ringer, turn off any notifications that might set off a noise and set a timer for 30 minutes or however long you can afford to to put into meditation. Just sit quietly and try to clear your mind. When thoughts come into your mind, you might find it useful to label them and then let them go. For example, if you think about work, just quietly say, get out of my head, get out of your head, it's work and then let it go to keep doing this as your thoughts arise. Number seven, visualize your goal. Take a few minutes now and then to think about your goal and how it will feel to have achieved it. This will help you get through the harder times that may accompany pursuing your goals. Number eight, know that it won't be easy. Things worth having are rarely easy to get. You have to resolve a lot of issues or work through some things as you work towards your goal. Accept them as they come. Many gurus who extol the virtue of living in the present advise to accept setbacks as though you choose them yourself. Instead of fighting them or getting upset, accept them. Learn from them and set to work figuring out how you'll achieve your goal given the changed circumstances. All right. Let's wrap this up today. When identifying your goals, do this in a journal or a text document on your computer, an app on your phone, but write it down. Think about your overall goal and what you want to achieve and why you want to achieve it. This is particularly helpful if you're not entirely sure what you want to do, but just have a feeling about it. For example, if you want to make more money, you may discover that you actually want more freedom. Without knowing that, 
you might get locked into something that doesn't serve the true goal, like landing in a job where you have plenty of money, but no free time or family or hobbies to enjoy. Writing regularly in your journal is a great way to keep in touch with yourself and keep updated on how you're feeling. Many people claim that writing helps them clarify how they feel and what they want. Listen, do the research. Once you have an idea of what you want to do, do your research. Researching your goals will help you narrow down the best way to achieve them. Reach out to people who have achieved goals similar to yours. They can provide your, you with your tips about what works well and what to avoid. Online forums like Reddit are a great place to look for discussions on most topics, particularly if you want insider's view on specific careers. Example, while writing your thesis, you're beginning to wonder what you'll end up doing with it. Read about what others have done with similar degrees and to what extent they are pursuing them. This might even help you gear your thesis towards publications or other opportunities that can help you further your career. Consider your options and choose the best one that serves you. After you've done the research, you'll have a good sense of what each path and the result will look like. This should make it easier for you to choose the path that will be best served for you achieving your goal. Be aware of things related to your goal that may affect you. This includes being aware of things that may hinder you and your goals. In the case of the thesis, this may include mental exhaustion, lack of research, or unexpected work responsibilities. Again, be flexible. Your goals may change as you move towards them. Allow room for yourself and, as a result, your goals to develop. That said, don't just give up when it gets hard. There's a difference between losing interest and losing hope. Listen, people, if you want to be successful, you have to get serious. Get a plan, put it on paper, and take some action. Don't wait. You're not going to have all the answers. You will learn as you go. But father time is definitely not on your side. So take action, see movement, and get excited. That's going to put another episode in the books. Hey, I just want to tell you guys, we love you. We want you to be part of this podcast. We also want you to be the best person you can be. If you like what you're hearing or you want to hear something specific, let us know. Give us a like or hit the subscribe button on the bottom of your podcast. If you want to chat with us, please check out the website at the bottom, www.oasislifecoaching.com or email me michael.astudo at yahoo.com and please remember life is a journey make it your best one and we will see you on the other side of the oasis and that's a wrap another oasis podcast in the books thank you so much for listening would you do me a favor if you're on itunes or wherever you listen to your podcast give us a rating for the show it helps awesome listeners just like you find the show faster because that's what we're looking for superstars just like you i'm always surfing the web so check us out on facebook at the oasis let us know you're listening to the podcast we absolutely love hearing your feedback from the fans of the show and remember when you're ready to launch get on my calendar go to launchthedream.org so we can work together
cut through all the waves and build that oasis of your dreams. So let's do it. Let's do it. And we will see you on the other side of the oasis. Thank you.